This is HPR episode 2444 entitled Interface Zero Playthrough Part 4. It is hosted by Klaatu and is about 32 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is Klaatu, Lobath, and Thadge play the Interface Zero RPG. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hey everyone, this is Klaatu and this is Hacker Public Radio. This is our playthrough of the Interface Zero role-playing game based on the Pathfinder rule system. And by our, I mean Taj. What's good, everybody? And Lobath. Hey, everybody. When we previously ended the session, the, the, the party had split. Sid went to go to talk to Tina Tamatsu, who may or may not know Peter. Or actually, she's admitted by now that she does know Peter. And... Chai Wei went to go monitor a meeting between an IT worker named Yazid and who we thought was going to be Elizabeth, but turns out to have been an assassin. So, Sid, Tina has sort of sat back and is thinking um, about what you've said, and she says, Have you ever heard of the Tinkerers? No, I have not. The Tinkerers, they're a group of, of hackers who are dedicated to avenging workers who have been wronged by various corporations. When Peter learned of the Tinkerers, he started getting very interested in their work. It was like he was a completely changed man. This was about a year ago when he stopped coming over to see me. He just got obsessed with with this group. I, I can't be sure... But I believe that Peter might have contacted the Tinkerers in an effort to help them bring Global Omnium Digital down to its knees. What reason would he have to bring them down? Did he did he express displeasure with them, or is it regret of what he had done? I mean, do you have any reason to believe? Do you? Why do you believe that? I guess is what I is what I'm asking. I think Peter thinks that Global Omnium Digital has it out for him. He, he, he had gotten very paranoid just before finding out about the Tinkerers, and I, I think he probably did research to find some protection for himself. He was convinced that everyone at Global Omnium Digital had turned against him, and he needed to, I believe, he thought he needed to fight back in some way. And when he found out about the Tinkerers, and discovered that they were trying to take down corporations, he felt, I think, that they could possibly help him by harming his enemy, which he thought was Global Omnium Digital, the company that he helped manage. When I came in the room, you closed all the blinds. Do you think the company is surveilling you at this point? No, I know they're surveilling me. I, I've, I've been visited by several different people, much like yourself, trying to find out where Peter was. Have they ever given you any indication that they were going to threaten you or anything like that? Or are they just looking for information? They're always looking for information. They always throw around vague threats and 
try to make me feel like I'm in danger and that if I don't help them, no good will come of it. Uh, I don't believe them. I know better. I've been I've been in a couple of tangles with security corporations, security franchises. I'm not not really concerned. I have very powerful friends. Do you think Peter can pull this off? If that's what he's really trying to do, do you think that he could find the means to make it happen? Peter was a very, very good and strong man. If he puts his mind to it, yes, I think he could do it. And if he does, I'll be right there by his side. Okay, all the information you've told me has been very helpful in me trying to find him and and offer him some protection. Is there anything else that you could tell me that could help me in any way? Anything you know, any small things that I could give to him or say to him or get communicated to him that would let him know that, that we are on his side and that, that we're trying to offer protection at this point. I'm sorry. I wish there was, but he hasn't been in contact with me in a year. I, I don't know how to reach him. I don't know where he is. I'm, I'm concerned about him, but I, I, I wish I could help him, but I, I don't know how. If you find him, you can't tell Elizabeth that you found him. What happens to you in this situation if we do find him? If you tell me that you found him, I'll go join him. But if they're surveilling you, that would lead them right to him. I can take care of that. My character just raises an eyebrow, Spock style, at that. She just smirks at you. Outstanding. Do you have any any idea of how he contacted the Tinkerers or... Or where we might find tinkerers at this point? I have no idea, she says. Okay. If we need to contact you in the future, what would be the best way to keep you out of hot water and and to just kind of keep an open line of communication? First of all, don't. And second of all, just show up like you have. People show up to my house a lot. It's a pretty common thing, so there's it's not suspicious. Okay, good to know. Well, I'm going to uh, take my leave and go back to uh, trying to find Peter. If you find out anything, please let me know, and I leave her a card. She says she'll do that, and she shows you to the door. And right as you're on uh, at the doorstep, she, she leans over and kisses you, um, presumably as a display for security. Um, and she sort of l- lets you go with a, a cutesy wave, that sort of thing. Uh, and let's go back to Chai Wei. So, um, Chai Wei, what's what's your line of action here? What, what's your course of action here? All right, uh, I'm gonna let's see. Got a dead body and a briefcase. Uh, so I need to find out what's in the briefcase. Yeah, um, I'll take a look over the briefcase uh, and pop it open. There are several microchips or USB drives or whatever we're using in this future. So lots of little data dumps in the in the briefcase, and that's that's pretty much all there is. Alright, um, I'll take a look at a couple of them and see what's on them. I'm assuming he's being framed here, so it's probably nothing really important. Just some corporate IP or something like that. Well, there are, yeah, it's it's mostly um, exactly, it's, it's corporate nonsense that that presumably a low-level or a mid-level, whatever he was, IT worker should not have in his possession. So yeah, it's 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 information about Global Omnium Digital, but nothing that you would deem very 
very relevant to what you're interested in. It's just, you know, names and numbers and statistics and things like that. All right, um, I will search over the Yazid's body as well, see if he had anything on him. Yeah, so let's see. Um, Yazid has the typical stuff on him, you know, IDs and wallets and things like that, but in his shirt pocket there is a microchip, and it's the only microchip that he has on his body. All right, um, I will take that with me. Um, Anything else in his pockets or on him of interest? No, he didn't even have a weapon. He was he was here expecting expecting payment of some kind. All right. Um, let's see. Um, probably just drop the briefcase then, and well, clean it off first, and then uh, and then get out of here. Maybe call this into Rickard and let him know that I found the body out, uh, during my investigation. Nice. Yes. Uh, your your contact is quite pleased that you um, gave him a free tip like that because now he looks good. Hey, good score, thanks. We don't know who this guy is or why he got his brains used for abstract art, but that's another one in the books for me, so thanks, Chai Wei. So he's quite happy with that one. Yep. Um, yep, uh, a good report for him. Yeah. Um, do you head back to the headquarters then, or your whatever, safe house? Yep. Yeah. yeah, then I'll head head back to the safe house. Cool, okay. So, um, you both, Sid and Chai Wei, meet back up at the safe house, and you brief each other on what you discovered. What's next for you? Um, I'm gonna look over that data chip that, uh, that Yazid had on him. Okay, and on the data chip that Yazid had on him, there is... Let me look. Uh, so there are some, some files, some text files, uh, and they're they appear to have been grabbed off of some computer and it uh you read the first one and it says i'm getting a bad feeling about what we spoke about yesterday i fear you may be correct about her the bigger this gets the more difficult it's going to be to put a stop to it but if she knows that i suspect anything things would only get worse for me need your advice respond to drop location alpha and it's it's signed peter uh there's no response to that or anything but there's another text file and it says, it's not safe to go back to my apartment. I'm holding up with the T in section Drasith. I think it's safe there. I don't know anymore. Respond at drop location Delta ASAP. If I don't hear from you by tomorrow, I'll stay in Drasith and check in as soon as I can. Drasith is secure enough. I could work from there for years, but it may, and it may just come to that. And that is also signed Peter with, with no real response. All right, so I'm assuming the T is Tina, and Drasa would be the Delta Ray district. Uh, Drasith, oh, Delta, yeah, possibly. Or yeah, Drasith, Drasith. Drasith thing is not a word that you are familiar with. All right, and yeah, I don't know where any of the drop locations are, so I don't can't communicate with him that way. Um, but so he was working with Peter as well. And I come back out and talk to Sid about it, I guess. Uh, so what have we found so far, well, Sid? I think that if this guy was working with him on the sly and Peter was was making contacts in this hacker collective, that might be a good next step. Because if he's there, um, we may figure out what's going on. There, I mean, It sounds like there's a chance that Peter could actually take down the company if he wanted to. And if we play our cards right, we may get to pick what side of that battle we fall on. And so I think finding him and talking to him is probably the best next step. 
Um, now I think we're going to have, what was, what, what was the name of the hacker group again? The tinkerers. So we need to do some research about them. Okay. Yeah. And figure out where this Drosseth is. Um, and maybe that's related with them. Yeah. I, I don't have any contacts that would know anything about that. Um, is it something that maybe your police contact would know something about? Um, I'd be surprised if the police knew much about them, but let's see. What else do I have? Yeah. My other contact wouldn't be very helpful. I don't think. I mean, we could hit the streets and kind of ask around, but I, I figure a, a, a secret hacker group probably isn't going to be something we can just rattle out of some people. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of stuck. Where do we go from here? Um, Who's my other contact? Johnny. He's just a patch man. I don't think he would have, he, I don't think he would have anything, but I'll, I guess, send him a note and see if he's heard of the tinkerers. Um, and the patch man, like he's a, um, he's kind of an underground patch man or what, what is, what kind of, is he's not like, he's not a corporate guy, right? Um, let me double check his story, but I, I pulled him out of the, the, the beta or whatever. Uh, yeah, he seems kind of, he's kind of a shady character, I think. So, uh, he may, I guess he might have some information, but we'll, we'll see. I'm going to send a, uh, message to him and see if he has anything. Um, and, and what then, level, what level of trust is he uh, uh, with you? He's a three, so a considerable trust level, I think is what it was. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he knows about my bio ride secret as well. So we're, we're pretty close. All right. Yeah. I'll send him the message and, uh, I guess I will send it to Rickard to see if he knows any, has heard of a place called Drosseth. I'm kind of grasping it here, but. Okay. Um, while, while you're sending messages to your contacts, give me a fortitude roll. Fortitude roll. Okay. Uh, seven plus two is a nine. Okay, that's not going to do it again. Um, so that program that you uh, got attacked with back at the apartment uh-huh. in I think episode two um, seems to not have been completely cleared from your from your system, um, and uh, you feel in hyper reality some some application uh, taking a swing at you, and you take um, I think it's. For, no, it's actually one damage today, so one non-lethal damage. Right. But after that, you you realize that there is uh, a new file uh, out on in hyper reality, sort of that wasn't there before the attack. All right. Um, guess I will. Yeah, let's take a look at it. I'm a little skeptical, and it, you know, hopefully it doesn't hurt, but we'll see. Okay. So you um. You go out into hyper-reality and you take a look at this strange new file that's sort of appeared in your headspace. And it is um, labeled um, as, you know, it's got a bunch of ASCII art, naturally. Um, and it's labeled as a Tinkerer update uh, news bulletin. And it says, Tinkerer uh, news bulletin for, you know, whatever the date is. I, Meeting I have, tonight. I have Tinkerer malware? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You have, um, it says, meeting tonight, 11 p.m., Drasseth, come one, come all, be there with as much information as you can gather. And that's all it says. Well, Sid, I think we have a place to be tonight. We just have to figure out where it is. Is there any way for you to hijack that malware and maybe track it back? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that would be a, I think that'd be a cool 
Let's try that. Yeah, let's try to go for hacking the hacking the malware. See if I can reverse engineer it. See where the update came from. I do have to look that one up, but I like the I like it. So let me look it up. Hold on. I'm gonna go ahead and get my med kit out and just lay it on the table just in case. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, so okay, let's so- say it's be like a other hyper objects trying to edit it. What level of um? Yeah, what what level of hyper object would this be? Yeah, um, let me check because it's. Well, I'm not gonna say. Yeah, it's hold on. Probably government military, but you know, maybe not. Uh, no, yeah, it's definitely not that. Uh, okay. Actually, so let me look. Hold on. Yeah, there's the hacking table in the book. That's where I'm trying to get to. What what page is that on? One thirty-five. Thank you. Yeah, cool. So that's just a. Um, that's yeah, yeah. Give me a roll for for hacking that. All right, I rolled a nine and I have a 12 so 21 hacking ah just did it yes okay so you uh crack the malware finally um rendering it useless and also scrubbing through its code and you realize that drasith is is not uh, a physical location but a location in hyperspace or hyper reality so with a little bit of searching you can uh discover a server out there called Drasith. It, it just seems to be a, a general sort of chat room type setup. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's Drasith. All right. Um, guess I will get on there and create an account and start looking through some chat rooms, see what they have for listed rooms. Yep, and after you get onto Drasith and you sort of infiltrate it, one of the, the chat rooms is called Tinkering, it's got mild encryption on it, but nothing really severe. I don't even think it's going to be a roll. Um, so, yeah, you can sign into that chat room. And if we fast forward a little bit to 11 o'clock, um, which probably isn't far now because your meeting was at 9 o'clock. So the, the chat room starts to become populated with with various handles or icons. They they start talking about uh, data dumps that they've, that they've gotten and um, where they're going to have their next physical meeting, and they throw out an address, which is um, Edward Street, 99 Edward Street. Um, and the icons that that are there are all, they all have appropriately uh, obfuscated nicknames, so none of them mean anything to you whatsoever, but but they all clearly know each other, and yeah, they're, they're arranging a meeting uh, tomorrow uh, at this location. All right. Um... <laughs> Um, all right. Do I have any information to drop on the channel? Um, I don't think so. Um, did I know Yazid's handle from the message at all? Um, yeah, yeah, you would. Um, that was Yfaz. Okay. Um, maybe I'd be using that as the, my handle for today. Um, that would make sense. Yeah, they don't. They don't appear to to recognize you. They're not addressing you personally. So okay. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't seem to mean anything to them. All right. Um, right. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, we'll just, uh, yeah, since I can't figure out who's who, um, probably just go to this IRL meeting tomorrow, but I'll hang out, cool. stay, I'll stay signed in in the chat in the background. Just leave a, you know, leave it open running somewhere. Okay. Uh, well, the next day rolls around and in the morning you get up, have some breakfast, wherever you, you each live. And on the weather report, the, 
the the weather person says that there's a front moving in uh and and the rain the acid rain content has actually gotten a lot worse uh, and is going to get worse as the days go on yesterday it was i think 18 percent and today it's up around 22 percent uh meaning that if you stay outside too long you actually physically starts to hurt like it, it hurts your skin when the when the rain is pouring down on it and dripping on it. It, it you just can't stay out that long without some kind of cover you know that 99 edwards street is is way out in the sprawl so uh is that where you want to you want to head there now yeah, what uh, what's the location like? Nothing you guys can't handle, obviously. But um, yeah, it's it's more or less, you know, your original meeting in the Junker Cafe. It's it's kind of like that sort of feel, gutted out buildings, um, things that are just kind of thrown together by by squatters. So 99 Edward Street appears to be, um, maybe like a hack space or something. It's got a bunch of from from where you can, from where you are, when you approach it, you kind of see that it's. It's it's it is it has doors and windows so that people can't get in, but it's not you know it's not super high security or anything. I think the uh, it, it looks like they they assume that people aren't interested in whatever they're doing because they're just another bunch of um, you know hackers. It looks like uh, in in a tech space. So yeah, and it, and it's open right now. The door is open. Uh, it 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 seems to be um, come one come all. All right, Sid. What do we want to do here? I say we just go in and try to make like we belong there and see see what happens if we get called out. We can improvise from there okay. at this point. Um, yeah, nobody knows us from anybody else, so we might as well. Yeah, so they, um, when you go in, there's a group of people there, and they don't really appear to be hostile when you enter. They all do look at you and kind of notice that they don't know who you are, but they don't they don't appear to be at all territorial. Oh. And within minutes of a right... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say I'll uh, talk to them about joining up their hacker space. Been looking for some space uh, and see see what they have available. Yeah, one of the people approaches you when you start asking around, and, and, and he says, Yeah, we've um, we've got a lot of openings. What what are you what are you good at? What do you do? Um, let's see. Don't want to flash my badge here. I'll just I've been uh, <laughs> hacking for a corporation for a while and uh, just looking for some personal space. He looks a little bit concerned about that, and he says, "Yeah, we're not too fond of the corporates around here. Uh, are you looking to get out of that line of work, or yeah, I've been thinking or what? Been thinking about doing you some freelance to... work. Interesting. Get out, of, get out, get out of my job. Okay. Yeah, we can probably help you um, do that, actually." But the, um, the usual way that we run this place is that to sort of have access to it, you pay in. We're not really that big on crypto dollars. We're more interested in other kinds of payments. I'll do a sense motive on him, see what, he's looking, see what I think he's looking for. Okay, yeah, go for it. 13 and 12, so 25. Very nice. Okay. So you get the impression that he's probably suggesting payment in forms of uh, information, where data is probably what they prefer. Um, what do I have to offer him for data? I'm going to give up Yazid yet. We could dump the pictures we found on that first server. Just say, we found these when we were looting around, and if Peter's here, he's probably going to hear about the fact that somebody found photos of him. Sure. Yeah, that might get his attention. All right. Yeah, I'll uh, 
give him a dump of the surveillance uh, footage I found of Peter. Okay. And all the pictures of him and Tina. Yeah, so you transfer that over to him, and he looks at it, you know, uh, pretty pretty promptly. He, he sort of looks through just absolutely everything that you have. He looks over back at you and says, That's a lot of... That's a lot of stuff. Um, who is it? Um, let's see, what do I tell him? I, I will say he's, uh, or he was a pretty major player at the Global Omnium Corporation. We've got quite a bit of dirt on him that we'd be interested in seeing if you had any use for. He says, yeah, we could be, we could definitely be interested in that. What are you, you trying to take him down or, or you just, you just happened to cross this stuff and, and figured you'd trade it to us I'm, I'm gonna bluff him and tell him I that we just came ac- or I just came across it and uh, don't really have a use for it so maybe I thought maybe you might find it useful where did you find it did I find it that's a good question um let's see while he's thinking about a location I'm gonna kind of angle myself over a little obliquely and just kind of sit down right there and start tinkering with my arm, just kind of keeping an eye on the situation, setting up a a little triangle there. Okay, good idea. Um, I guess here I will... Yeah, I'm going to play like I work for Global Omnium. I'm going to say I had a co-worker, Yazid, who, who found it, and I thought it might be useful. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna play a global omnium employee. Okay, yeah, give me a, another bluff roll. Okay, uh, nineteen and thirteen, so thirty-two. Okay, so he says, um, so this was uh, this was from Yazid, a guy named y- Yazid, and he gave it to you. Where did he find it? I don't know. Really don't. Who's know. he work for? Who's Yazid work for? Uh, I tell him uh, Yazid works for Global Omnium. Yeah, I know. Like who? Like who's his who's his manager? Um, I think he was working with. Oh, what's her name? I'm gonna play a little dumb. What Elizabeth? I think I can't remember though. He nods, and he says, "Well, this is all. This is all really interesting." Um. And you're just looking for space to, to tinker around? Yeah, my friend and I were looking for a place to hang out. Just to tinker. Okay, yeah. Um I don't know. You should um you should stick around. Just stick around and see um see how you like it. I mean we're about to have a meeting, so just kinda hang out, um and see what you think. Alright, yeah. Was it alright if we joined the meeting? Yeah, absolutely. I I'd like you to actually. Alright. Walk back over to Sid and tell him we have an invitation to the meeting. So once um, once everyone has apparently gathered inside, they do start to sort of close up the doors. And, um, I mean, this is not super secure. They don't have a whole lot of covering for windows and everything. But they, they kind of they close up shop as if to, to sort of discourage any uninvited um, visitors off the street yeah, and I, i'm gonna do a little hacking actually um okay. i'm gonna see if there's a local network yeah there's a definitely a local network okay and is there a way i can see if anyone else is on the network 
Um, yeah, they're, they're all here to be. Okay. Oh, oh you mean outside? Any, yeah, I mean any everyone. Outsiders. If you take a head count, uh, that's you know, as like let's say fourteen people. That's uh-huh. how many people are on the network. So right. it doesn't. It, assuming they are all on the network, there's no one else out okay. on on the network. So the meeting sort of commences, and they start talking about a bunch of stuff that's just kind of flying over your head. You know, just referring to to you know by names and and places and things that they are just throwing out um, that they clearly have all been discussing for a long time now, and um, and that mean nothing to you. But eventually. They get around to um, to the, the the matter at hand. They say, and they say, um, they say, let's um, let's wait for 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 the the leader on the project to arrive, and then we'll we'll start talking about that. I think he's he's almost here. Um, so let's just just wait for him. And a couple of moments later, the the front door opens, and in steps a guy who. Looks exactly like the guy in the photographs and the videos, <laughs> and uh, they look at him and they sort of you know wave at him and he he nods at them and he goes up and the guy you had been talking to says, Peter, um, we got some guests and they've taken an unusual interest in you. You might want to talk to them. And he kind of looks at you and obviously doesn't recognize you from the next guy. So he says, Okay, what's going on? Um. I ask him if we could uh, step somewhere private. We have a couple things to discuss with you. He kind of looks back at his friends, and he says, "Uh, we can go right back there. So he just points to a back corner, like not out, not out, out of sight of still, still in view. Thirteen other people, yeah, or fourteen other people, but yeah. So, so then he he accompanies you to the back corner of the room. Um, Peter, it's a pleasure to meet you. Great to meet you. Who are you? Oh. We... You working for Elizabeth? Yeah, she sent us to come and find you. Oh, I'll bet you did. <laughs> I have some bad news for you. Uh, Azid uh, was uh, killed by Elizabeth just yesterday. I don't know who that is. You don't? No? Should I? I give him the data chip that had the communications uh, on it. On so that he had on his body. He seems to have known you. That's not unusual for, for Elizabeth. She, I, I, I've long suspected her of digging around in my, on my network back at the, at the company, so I'm not surprised. I'd look at him and say, Tina misses you. That seems to truly affect him. Um, he, he sort of... Hopefully he doesn't take it as a threat. <laughs> yeah. No, he seems to really he takes it at face value like she misses him and he you from the look on his face it's almost kind of a cross between guilt and and just deep regret and and he says thanks thank you for for letting me know. If you if you see her you tell her that this isn't over. I look at him and I tell him after talking to her she thinks you can pull this off. Can you? He sort of straightens up a little bit, almost as if though that has almost given him sort of a boost that he didn't even know he needed. He says, I know we can. And if you two are looking to help, then I'll take your help. But if you've got anything else going on, then you have no place here, and you may not be walking out of that door. Right. I think that's a great place to stop. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what to do about that. That does seem like a good good ending. Yeah, let's 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 end it there for today, actually. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.